Wrong one. We're just live. <laughs> I have several brands on here. So yeah, Maria Daniels here at Successfully Chaotic. And today I have Helen Edwards. And I was going to play her intro, but my brain's not working. So I almost hit the wrong intro. I almost did the spontaneity. So Helen is the host of was it crazy? Is it crazy, sexy freedom, or just sexy freedom? For some reason, I thought there was crazy in there somewhere. <laughs> sexy freedom media podcast. Okay, well there you go. So I have not actually even got to listen to your show. That was my goal to listen to it before today, and it didn't happen. But I do have it. I just actually followed it. And I'm going to listen to it um, later this week when I'm going to be driving. But I did want to jump in and allow you to kind of number one tell everybody who you are and a little bit about how you got started in the podcasting world. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Maria and Stacy. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Telling, <laughs> I guess I'll go to my spiel. <laughs> my name is Helen Edwards, and I'm here to say I do a wide variety of things all day. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go with it. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, I'm the author of Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. Uh, I also am the host to the Sexy Freedom Media Podcast, a podcast that's based on the expression of freedom. So it's a big platform with a wide variety of guests because, you know, it's just sharing our, our experiences, uh, our human experiences, per se. And um, yeah, I'm an online business and uh, confidence coach, and I run retreats for women. I also do. <laughs> oh, I also am a public speaker. I've been speaking since 2008. Okay, awesome. So we actually like we this is the first time we've actually formally talked, even though we're both following yeah. each other on several things. And um, I love your vibe. I think, you know, you're, you're super laid back, which I love laid back and go with the flow and which I all you know, I, I love that too. And, and real, I you know, I love real people. That's and honestly, that's so hard to find is real people, people that are okay being authentic people that are okay you know, like showing every side of them, not only the glossed over versions of themselves. You know, I, I love that you're that way. And I, you know, and that was why I was excited to have you on the show today, because I mean, life is crazy. Life is chaotic and life, you know, and <laughs> well, I, I mean, you seen it when I first came on here, I was like, ah, and then I hit the wrong show intro for, <laughs> I mean, it's just part of life. We just go with the flow. I could, you know, I could stop and be like, oh no, you know, I might as well quit. You know, there's the, I didn't do it right or whatever, but that's not how life works, right? It's ups and downs yeah. and crazy chaos. And, and I love that that's very much your vibe as well. Um, I do know that you're an author. And so did your book come before the podcast? Is that how that worked for you? I think it all kind of started together. If I can remember, let me see I've had the podcast. I'm, I'm going on my fourth season, but it's actually my fifth year. Uh, okay. I don't even know. I'm horrible with math, everybody. I don't even know how that makes sense, <laughs> but it does. <laughs> um, and then the book came out in 20, I think it was 2018. It got completely published and everything. So yeah, it's kind of, I don't even know how many years that's been, but I started writing almost six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. So writing the book took me about five years. Um, and then the business kind of came because of all the things I was doing. I was like, okay, I need to start writing all this off. And so I started the business and it's an umbrella to like everything I do now. And now it's just blown up into a brand that I'm kind of finding all over the place that everybody's like, oh my God, I've heard of the sexy freedom brand. I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> it's funny how things line up and well, and I think it's because you put so much of your own personal experiences your own personality and everything within your brand and i think that's where a lot of people miss the idea of branding is because you know they think that brand is a logo they think it's you know just mm -hmm. this thing this inanimate object and really the brand is you know the pr promise behind the logo is the people behind the logo and the people behind the book the podcast and whatever and i think that is what's so refreshing about your brand i you know i find it refreshing just like i said it's the first time we've even talked but just watching some of the ways that you interact on social media i, I think it is you know a great version of showing how you can be super authentic within your brand that I think so many people think they have to be stuffy and just, you know, oh, you own a business, you have to be uber professional and all buttoned up and, you know, only one way. And, you know, that's not the case, right? You can be your own real, raw, you know, authentic self. And actually you should be. 
So mm -hmm. can you tell everybody, you know, what made you, other than, of course, wanting to write off a lot of the stuff on your taxes and stuff, which is a good reason, but what, what actually inspired you to want to start to take this journey into the, the brand, to building a brand? So it started from exactly where I'm trying to keep it in, with, it's within the name, the freedom of it. And I think that freedom is a definition um, for everybody in a different way. For my definition of it, it was the freedom of change, the freedom of constant change, because obviously the only thing constant is life is change. And <laughs> da, 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 da. and you know, throughout your life, like there's so many stages we go through, and you know, as a woman too, the forever changing hormones every week. Oh, yeah. You know, I just realized like I was wearing in most people can relate to this. They wear, especially women, we wear many hats. And I just thought, okay, there's a freedom within that. And, you know, um, I mean, the whole idea of like what everything you just said, Maria, actually, is this idea of like, okay, you should be able to like, you know, surf on the wave of freedom yeah. and just go with it and be accepting to whatever the change is going to be. I mean, you don't have to, which is also, there's a freedom in not in re there's a freedom in resistance, believe it or not. There's a freedom is Absolutely. like unbounding and, and it's incredible if you can just start to embrace it. And that's what I decided to do. Keep it freedom, keep it real, keep it, you know, vulgar sometimes, sexy sometimes, erotic, raunchy, but also high class, you know, also this, also that, like it's every corner, it's beautiful. Absolutely, well, and I think most people if they're honest with themselves, we all have multiple sides to our personality, you know, and totally. I think so many times as business owners, especially, you know, I think a lot of people early on feel like they have to just, you know, show up one way. And so I love, I think you're 100 percent right on the fact that there is freedom in the resistance and you know honestly that's that's where this specific show the successfully chaotic show came from was you know honestly breaking out of my own like i always say the mask of perfection you know i came from corporate so when i was in corporate before i started my business i had to wear this mask of perfection all day long when in reality my personal life was a hot freaking mess like 99 percent of the time <laughs> yeah. and you know i had to like shove that away and be like no don't look over here put on this mask of perfection and show up every single day and it was not only unrealistic and it wasn't my authentic personality but it was also very damaging because i felt like i had to be this person and it was exhausting to be able to, to have to show up as this type of person when I didn't feel like it that day or I had a really shitty day at home and I just I couldn't, you know, show up the way that I was expected to show up. And I think you said earlier about, you know, people are expected to wear all these hats and, you know, women primarily are the the caretakers at home not always so if you're a man and you're the caretaker do not write me a bad letter because i just said primarily primarily <laughs> it usually falls on the women and you know i have seven kids i have seven children i have one that's all that's autistic and so for me you know that was a lot of pressure added to all the other things that I was quote unquote supposed to be. So I love that you said that because it is something that a lot of women are talking about and stepping into their own freedom, you know, on to be like, yeah, today I feel super uber professional. I'm gonna show up in my suit and be this person. But today I'm staying in my yoga pants and this is who I am. And I think it's okay to be, to be both, right? We all have these layers to our own personality. So when you're talking mm -hmm. to, you said you coach women, do you find that a lot of women that you work with, do you feel like there's still this pressure to be something that they're not, or do you feel like it's starting to get a little bit better? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so I think there's layers, like just like what you said, and we're all on different journeys. So there's definitely like an unlayering of finding out which journey somebody's on. And then there's a the personality. What are they dealing with? You know, what's going on in their surroundings? You know, what do they really want? There's so many questions you got to dive in with one person. <laughs> so when it comes to coaching and working with women, it's different with the one-on-ones versus like group coaching or working at the retreats. When you work at a retreat, you look at just the whole divine intervention of the masculine and feminine parts of a woman. But yeah. when you 
work on them one on one, then you get to dive deeper. And you, I like what you said about, you know, having seven kids and, you know, um, being a mom and being at home, taking care of the house. And one of the things you said is, you know, you have a son who's autistic. And I used to work with uh, kids that were autistic for five years. And my nephew is also, and I got another nephew who's special needs. And I got an uncle who's schizophrenia. I grew up with the, the jump in to being introduced to, um, you know, some mental illness, some also some, you know, a special needs. And I was really fascinated by that from the get go. Like, oh my God, we all don't think the same. Oh my God, we're, our brains have the power to hijack us, you know, to yeah. eat themselves, to destroy us, to make us, to create us, you know, there's so much power in the brain. So I became like really attracted to both spiritual spirituality and science. And that's a big part of my research when I choose to work with somebody. So it goes a lot deeper. Oh, and, and I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I'm, I'm in the marketing space. When I say that my professional business is, is you know, marketing consulting, but I have actually been in the wellness space far longer than that. I've been in the wellness world for 21 years now. And, you know, when my, my autistic son is 12, so when he first got diagnosed, it's, I always tell people that when you don't know what to do, you do what you know. And I knew nutrition. I was a nutritionist. And I, I mean, I used to be a trainer, but I focused on his nutrition. And so I really started looking into, okay, well, how does it, how does the nutrition specifically target the brain? Because I couldn't, you know, quote unquote, cure autism. But what I could do is give his brain the best nutrients it could you know, have to be able to grow the best way that it could. So that's how I ended up approaching things. And I'm, I love that you said that you look at the spirituality side, the wellness side, because it all, I think we, we, so often we try to compartmentalize everything and keep it in these separate buckets, which isn't realistic because we're one person, you know, and yet we have layers, but we can't keep, you know, our business stuff in our business bucket and our home stuff in our home bucket and our wellness stuff in our well it just it doesn't work if they're going to leak over into each other and i love that you said that you deal with the wellness side and the spirituality side because it all is intertwined into making us who we are as people and therefore who we are within whatever space we're in with our career whether it's business ownership entrepreneurship or maybe you work a, a nine to five whatever the case may be you can show up as your best self by being able to tap into all those layers. So I love that you're just not hitting it kind of on one angle. Yes, exactly. Everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so when do you find that, and I'm asking this question because I probably already know the answer, but I want to hear what your experience have been with it. But do you find that a lot of people, if they're coming to a, let's say that you're doing a, a retreat and they're expecting to be more business related, do you find that they're, confused at all when you put wellness into it or vice versa if they're coming to a wellness spirituality retreat do they get confused at all if you're bringing kind of entrepreneurship and stuff into the mix or do they do they kind of come to it knowing that it's going to be this layered experience uh well they come to it knowing whatever's written in the information <laughs> but so i can all tell you yeah so i can tell you that when they do come they to spend time with me or any of the other leadership that are there, this is, especially it's a full immersion, you get to spend time and say, hey, I've got questions. You know, for, if you're a high ticket coach, especially, or doing business or any type of minds, any type of coaching at all, um, this is great for attendees because they get to spend time, they get to get everything they can, and they actually get more because they get to spend time and pick your brain. So it's actually pretty valuable. I love that. I, I, so do you, you've got a retreat coming up. Is it next year? Yes. March, uh, March 24, 2022. It's a three day in Castaic, California. So a little bit North of LA. Okay. So what's, so who, who is that retreat for? So if somebody's out there right now and they're like, Hmm, I wonder if this retreat would be for me, you know, who is that person? Sure. So if you're somebody who's kind of like in a funk, or you're feeling stuck in life, or you're a mom who needs to get away, or somebody who needs to just have a full transformation, this is a really great place for you to go because it's in, it's on a ranch, first of all, so it's really cool. I mean, there's outdoor showers, we're going hiking, we're doing yoga. One of the things that, I mean, there's tons and tons of yoga retreats out there to choose from, trust me, yeah. there are a dime a dozen. 
But here's what makes the difference. The leadership is what makes the difference. I'm pairing up and collaborating with uh, Stephanie Hyde, and she's a, a coach, a life coach. And I'm a business and confidence coach. But I'm not only that, I'm a, I'm a, a yoga instructor. And the type of yoga that I teach at my retreats is uh, tribal. So it's got a native background. So we do a lot of ceremony. I teach you some rituals. And it's very, very deep and immersed in dance. So it's for me, you know, it's a little bit more on the warrior side. So anytime I, I pair up with any type of leadership, it's more like a feminine and masculine connection. And uh, if you want to have some fun with that, come check us out. <laughs> it sounds like a good excuse to go and have a great time. And you mentioned tax deductible. Girl, if you're a business owner out there right now, this is tax deductible. You go take it. It's to help build your business and you get to get away from life for a while. Check out. That's the reason I love doing business retreats. I mean, I like it for a lot of reasons, but honestly, that's one of them. It's like I don't have to feel guilty because, again, as, as women, as moms, we're always feeling guilty for doing things yeah. for ourselves. But, yeah. that, you know, if I do something for my business, you know, even though it's for me, too, I don't feel as guilty because I'm like, well, this is for my business. That's not for me. It's for my business, even though sure. it's totally sure. also for me. So, you know, I really encourage if you're listening to this on the podcast later or uh, maybe you're watching the replay, I encourage you to check out um, Helen Edwards, Sexy Freedom. Now, where's the best place to find out more about that? Is it on your Facebook? Is it Instagram? Like, where's, where should they look? I'm all over the place. You can all Google me and I'll come up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you can look up sexyfreedom.com. It's like the easiest way. Sexyfreedom.com or find me on Instagram, hell of a journey with one L. Yeah, pretty simple. Ah, <laughs> Just Google Helen it. Edwards. Hell of a journey with one L. I got it. I get it. I like that. It's good. Now, I, I, I think it sounds super exciting. And I love that you combine, you know, all aspects of, you know, the, the yoga, the spiritual. Like, I actually, I, I teach yoga, but I teach more like Kundalini style yoga. Mm -hmm. but the tribal yoga sounds completely amazing. And I know a lot of people, if, if they don't do yoga on a regular basis or maybe they just like taking it down at the y it's not exactly the same thing you yeah. know and i suggest that you go and you try really try to experience something that's outside of the norm because you would be surprised at not only what you can learn about yourself but how much you feel just kind of in touch just with the universe at that point and it's almost like it opens up so much for you and it, it, it sounds silly to say that but until you've experienced it but it, I mean, and it does, you know, you, you are able to go and really just be just really experience something deeply and it lays out things in your life so much better for your business, for your personal relationships, mm -hmm. for your, your mental health. You mentioned mental health earlier, you know, and I think that's something that, you know, it's really important to do maintenance on on a regular basis. Even if you don't yes. you know, suffer with any type of a mental health condition, we all, are having these stressors on a daily basis and you have to really give yourself the permission to unplug and really to just be. And I know that's hard if you're a business owner out there right now saying, well, I can't afford to take the time off. And I think that's why it's so important to really tap into, you know, these business retreats and connect with other like-minded people to be able to really experience life the way it's supposed to be experienced and give your business a one up, you know, for yeah. the next year. Well, something to think about, too, is, you know, if you're it, it's not really per se about business. It, I'm a business coach, but you can come and spend mm -hmm. time with me. So you get to hang out with me one on one. But really, you know, what I like to think about is like this. If you feel called to it, if you feel that nudge inside of you, that spirit talking and saying you're supposed to be there, find a way to be there. You're yeah. supposed to be connected with this person. Now you can listen to it or not, but if you don't listen to it, it's only going to get louder and it's going to keep knocking. And I like what you said, Maria, you do need to have maintenance. Before I started doing retreats, I was attending retreats and I decided to start doing retreats because I saw what was missing. I saw the missing link and I wanted to bring that, you know, to my own retreats. And this is going to be, I think my sixth or seventh one. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at them. I create them myself from beginning to end. You know, I know what I'm doing and I know that I'm there to lead and I'm very strong. I like to tell people I know I'm a queen. I'm a queen warrior. So if you need that in your life, you need me to help you bring it out. Show up. 
I love it. Love it. And I love that you did, you know, mention that even if you're not a business owner, this, this is for you. And I, and I think that a lot of women, we, we all have this entrepreneurial spirit inside of us anyway, because we're, again, we're wearing all the hats. We're, <laughs> we're able to balance so many things and, you know, just being able to go. And I, you, you mentioned like, like the warrior inside of you. We, I think all women have that warrior inside of us. And some of us have been able to tap into it and some of us need help being able to, you know, kind of coax her out. And I, for sure. I for love sure. that. Love that. So as far as your podcast goes, you said you're going into your fourth year, your fifth. You see, you did like, I, I don't even know what season this means. <laughs> I don't even understand. Fourth season, fifth year. It's weird. Okay. No, I'm going into my fifth season, but I'm only in my what? Second year. I don't even know. I quit even trying to make it. I'm just like, I don't like people are like, how long are your seasons? I'm like, whatever. I'm like, all right, next season. Really for me, it's like when I'm ready to one up it. When I, when, when I feel like you, you mentioned the universe is trying to tell you, I've listened to that, you know, and if, if I feel like I'm kind of at the end of whatever the journey was for that quote unquote season for my podcast, or I've learned, I feel like I'm to the next level, then I'm done with my season. And I know that's probably like, I'm going to have a lot of like professional podcasters that are going, well, that's not how you're supposed to do it. But I always say the same thing. It's my podcast. I pay the bills. I make it my own season. <laughs> so that's how yeah. I do it. But I love, I, I love that you said you're in your fifth year. That's, that's incredible because a lot of podcasts do not last a year even has it been a hard it was a major learning curve for me like I, I i consider myself an accidental quote unquote podcaster because i had no idea what i was doing right did you right. kind totally. of know so you're saying anything happened to me same look let me tell you something when i started speaking it wasn't my idea when i started yeah. doing the podcast it wasn't my idea uh, i have a really strong group of women friends who've been friends for like almost 20 years and there's like a bunch of us so um, we're kind of this like tribal group and, and, uh, you know, it was always like somebody going, we should do this. And I was like, yeah. And I'm very much the type of person that if I say I'm going to do it, I do it, you know? And if you back out, like I got to do it, it's just a thing in me, you know? And I think that's what makes me so much of like a make moves, you know, don't think about it, be about it. And, uh, so that's how I got into podcasting. I started doing it with a friend and next, you know, she kind of like, you know, dwindled out and, and here I am. I mean, I thought about quitting all the time, all the time, but I was like, okay, okay. There's a freedom in this. There's something in it for me. And uh, just recently I put out a, um, a post about asking for a co-host. Cause you know, now I want to, I want to, when you do so many things, you know, you kind of want to share the platform at some point because it's like, okay, it's, I'm not getting the fulfillment I once got out of it. I want to start sharing yeah. what the success. So yeah, I got, I'm, got a few interviews today for a couple of co-hosts that are possible for that's but yeah exciting. yeah that's exciting I don't have a co-host for this podcast I've considered it I do have a couple of other shows that I do that I do have co-hosts on and I'll be honest I, I get more enjoyment out of the ones with my co because you well you know how it is it's like an energy thing and even yeah, if you're not in the yes. same room you're still feeding off each other there's just more energy and let's let's be honest there's some days I don't want to do it you know we all sure, have those days where sure. like, ah, i don't want to do a yeah. show i don't want to do a show so at right. that point in time it's going to be very rare you you know your co-host and you are not going to want to yes. do it at the same time so then you have somebody else that can kind of be the primary i thought about it for this yeah. show yeah. i haven't done it yet but it's literally been in the back of my mind because right i have found that i how much i love my shows that i have co-hosts and we, we we get along together and we come up with so many ideas together and you know it's just been it's it's it's, it's been an amazing i actually think you'll en really enjoy um having a co-host i mean it's the same well, thing i used to else. have one I used oh to did have you one yeah i had two actually and, but uh, again they were friends of mine <laughs> and the thing with friends is like you know they can jump yeah. in and jump out whenever they want and they'll still be your friend which is amazing yeah. but yeah, no, on they're a like, peace on out. Right? <laughs> they're like, girl, I'm coming on. You know, but for me as a businesswoman, you know, having my business, watching it grow and expand, it comes a time when you're like, okay, I'm now looking at this from a business angle. You know, I want yeah. this podcast to go further. How do I make it go further? You know, I'm already stretching myself thin, so I need help. You know, I've got yeah. some hired help already, and I'm learning. This is the first year that I've actually hired help. And you know, been able to say, okay, now we're expanding more. 
And this allows me to free up some time and to also delegate. And one thing about being a good leader is you got to have delegating skills. So I'm Absolutely. really starting to learn how to delegate more. That's and well, and I think that's a big thing. And uh, I have no problem delegating now. I used mm -hmm. to. <laughs> now I'm like, you can do this. You can do this. I can't do this. I, I, well, even with my podcast, though, that was something I knew early on that I am not an editor. I have no skills at editing. I don't have the desire to have skills at editing. I watched, I think, like part of a YouTube video because I was like, I'm going to learn this because I am very much the independent. I can do this myself person. And I watched like, I don't know, it was like a three hour, like quote unquote training. And like, I'm mm -hmm. watching, I'm like halfway through. I'm like, I have absorbed zero of this. Like, it's like going in one yeah. ear and coming out the other because my brain was like, nope, we don't care. So at that yeah. moment, I just stopped it. And I was like, you know what? I'm delegating this because you're talking I, about the editing of the podcast. Yes. No, I yeah. Do, yeah, I do not do so it. That's one thing about Sexy Freedom Media is I don't do any editing. That was one of the agreements I made myself when I first began. Okay, when I say I don't do any, I do I do like slight ones for the beginning, start, and the well, end. That's, that's, what, that's it. What I'm, that's like all we do. Yeah, because you, you know I for mine I wanted to keep it raw and real. That's the yeah. two words that I always wanted to keep, um, unless there's some major major you know issues with it like a freeze or something. Yeah. But other than that. I mean, I do editing for like my for different videos, um, I, which is cool. And that's a hobby. I don't I don't offer it a service, but I do all my own graphics and and video editing, and I I enjoy it. So no problem there. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, I do not. <laughs> that's not it's something so that like. To me. I don't know why. I well, never we all have be a techie <laughs> person. It's crazy. Never. We thought. all have and different I'm like, things we like. It. <laughs> no, I mean, and I'm the same way. Like, yeah, when I. When I say editing for my stuff, we, we do the same way. I And I actually, I mean, there's been people that's like, you should add it more, but I don't because I don't take out the comms <laughs> and the ahs because I say them all the time, you know? And the only yeah. thing that we do is we usually add in the intros and the outros. And there's been very few times, like you said, there'll be something that really messes up, like a squeal or whatever. But honestly, yeah. most of the time, unless it's like really bad, we just leave that in there too because... I mean, well, obviously we're live right now. So the live yeah. version is up anyway. So it's like, I don't even care. I don't even spend the time to do that. But it's 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 funny how you figure out as you kind of go through, you figure out the things that you need to, well, the do, delegate, delete, right? I like live mm -hmm. by that motto, do, delegate, delete. Because if not, I come up with all the ideas. And it seems like you're probably a lot like me on this. It's like, I have ideas all the time. Like, ooh, that would be great. Yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, and if you don't have that delegating skill, you will overwhelm yourself in a hurry. And I tend to do that on a regular basis anyway. It's like I fall off the wagon all the time. I'm like, I know that I don't need to overdo it. And I have this pep talk with myself like, Maria, you're doing too much. And then Maria does it anyway. And then I'm like over in the corner crying because like I'm done and overwhelmed. And and I look at my schedule and I was like, oh, you did it again. You didn't delegate enough or you didn't delete enough or you said mm -hmm. yes to too many things. Sure. So, and I think that's a good, you know, reason to be in check with yourself all the time is because it's so easy for it to happen. And, you know, things like going to retreats, but even if you're not even going on a retreat, you know, speaking with somebody that's like minded that understands not because they've, they're perfect and they have it all together, but because they, they're, they're there on a regular basis. And I think, yes. I think that is so important when, you know, somebody is looking to find a coach is to be able to find somebody that they vibe with because most people don't want perfect people. They want people that understand because they've been there. So sure. when you're when you're coaching women, is it something that you do in a group or is it something that you do one on one or both? So right now I have a I'm actually in the current uh, I'm in, currently in a group coaching program where okay. I'm teaching, I'm, I'm coaching in a group um, that's done online. It's uh, I think there's two more weeks left of that. Um, so that's more of like a, a small offer I do. But the yeah. one on ones, they go a little more intense. Uh, and one of the things you'll find is, you know, co the coaching world is something else. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and uh, I, I never wanted to get into coaching. Never. I was so against it. I was so like, nah, it's not me. You know, I want to, I'd rather drink at the bar. You know, it is, I, I was like, everybody was always asking me to coach them. And I was always like referring them out to somebody else. And everybody said, you know, well, why didn't, why, why don't you coach? And to be honest, like 100% is because I said, I like to drink too much. I like to, I like to just like drink, you know, sometimes I, I thought that was a stipulation that you can't 
coach. So, and when I say too much, I, I didn't, I'm not a drinking person every day. Like I got rules, you know, but yeah. what I mean is like, I'm loud, I get wild, you know, and I didn't want to be judged on that in a leadership role. Um, but I realized, you know, there was what happened, how I got in coaching was somebody came to me and they said, I want you to coach me. And then I tried to do the same thing and pawn them off to somebody else. And they said, no, I want you to coach me. So that was my step into coaching. Since then, I've coached many clients and I've learned there is this, uh, think of coaching like fishermen, you know, they try to put the bait out and they try to, you know, yeah. put you in. There's a lot of sales and marketing into it. And that's something that I was like, you know, I'm free. I live the life of freedom already. I can go and please travel as I want. I don't need to do, you know, hook and bait, I catch and bait or whatever it's called. I don't need to trick nobody for me to be their coach. So I really believe, just like I said at the beginning, if you feel called to work with me, you know, act on that, reach out. That's yeah. how I get my clients. They come to me or, you know, or I reach out and try to talk to them. But I'm not into sales and marketing for coaching at all. I do sales and marketing with my business in other areas. But when it comes to coaching, I feel like when you work with me, I'm going to learn about your life. I'm going to talk to you. It's a sacred and safe space. To me, that is, I, I it, it's just so special to me because I know what it's like to be somebody who's hurt and crushed. And I do not want to use your hurt and crushed to push myself up. That's just not the way I do things. I'm not saying no. all coaches do that. I'm just saying I won't do well, there's, that. Well, there's there's some. That. I mean, it's there's some, but I mean, I think I think that's the beauty of it. I, I you know I love that you shared that you thought you couldn't be a coach because you like to go party and have a good time or whatever. <laughs> but honestly, there's a lot of people out there that that's what they, they want that real person. That person is like, yeah, I can do business, but I can go having a good time after hours, you know. And I think that's the beauty of coaching and is that it is a very personal it's a relationship honestly it's, it's a, it relationship. a relationship and i'm like you i don't i don't even like i you, actually i'm not coaching anybody right now because i've decided that i cannot take that on but i am very 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 finicky on if and who and when i coach anymore and because it is very personal like i said but it's also you are giving so much of yourself that you have to be honest with yourself. Do you have it to give at the moment? Because, and, and right now I do not, I am like burning the candle at both ends and in between again right now. Sure. And, you know, I think that it's very important when like, I, I have a coach, right? I have a coach. And I always say that, you know, coaches have coaches, consultants have consultants if they know what they're doing, <laughs> because <laughs> it's very, look at this, but you know, as a coach, that you need that and sometimes you're feeding others and sometimes you have to say no and you have to be fed and i think mm -hmm. that's so important to really be honest with yourself and tap into again all the layers of yourself to be able to figure out you know is this number one a good fit for me and this person you know that's wanting me to coach you know and is it the right timing and is it something that I can physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally even handle right now? Because it is very taxing. And I think that those are good things to ask if you're thinking about coaching somebody. And if you're looking for a coach, because, you know, I always tell people, if you think that you need a coach, you need a coach. If you're wondering, do mm -hmm. I need a coach? Hmm, you need a coach. Because, you know, a coach is going to be there to be honest with you to tell you that you know you need to do things this way less of this and more of that and you know you're you may go through several coaches before you find that fit and i think that's what's so sure. important about you know your story is that you know your right people they're not going to be the same as my right people and they're not going to be the same sure. as somebody else's right people and that's the beauty of it it's just like a relationship mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. And you want to make sure, you know, if you're out there looking for a coach, you know, really see who the person is, what their experience is, um, you know, and like what you're saying, all coaches have some type of coach or consultant. Um, I've never had a coach. I'm going to be honest. I've had a spiritual mentor and that that that's like mentor a coach to me was my mother. My mother yeah. is a very strong warrior feminist and i learned so much from her and that's where that was my introduction into self-improvement after that yeah. i i mean i've been to tony i've crewed tony robbins i've worked um inside the tony robbins thing i did i think it was like five, i've been to five events already you know i took my son there when he was 12 
uh, life changing for him. I'm, I'm big on life experience. You know, I created all my own speaking events, all of them. My last one was in Vegas in 2020, you know, so I think the thing is you want to find somebody who's also continuing to do the work on themselves. Like I'm not out here saying, Oh, I don't need a coach or nothing like that. I'm saying I am continually doing the work on myself because like everything you just said, Maria, like you've got to have, you know, if you're pausing from coaching, you've got to have that time to really replenish yourself as a, a person in that role. Cause you do, you, you know, it does take a lot of your energy and, and focus and effort to push somebody up or lift them up or pull them up. Yeah. You got to have that mental strength. Absolutely. And I mean, I, I, I do want to go back to what you said about, you know, when I think of coach, that doesn't always mean money's exchanging hands. My first sure. coaches that I didn't pay them. I didn't, they, they were, they were friends of mine, but they literally drug me out of you know, like despair, you know, so they very much went through the same coaching mm -hmm. process and it wasn't a financial exchange of money, but we did barter some things out. And I think that's important to note because when I say that, you know, consultants have consultants and coaches have coaches, that doesn't always mean you realize that you needed to hire somebody in or you had the financial means at that moment to hire, you know, somebody in. Because sometimes, especially at the very beginning, you don't. But what that means is that you realize that it couldn't just be you. You realize that you sure. had to glean knowledge and gain experience from other people who had walked a similar walk and could show you where the pitfalls were and where the potholes were and try to keep you from falling on your face over and over and over. Because those people, even if they don't carry the title as coach professionally, yeah. they're coaches, they're mentors, you know, they can be your best friend. They can be a family member. It can be another business owner, you know, whatever the case may be, it's just finding that person that is there for you can help guide you. I think that's that I love that you said that because I don't want people yeah. to take that the wrong way because you know, I most people did not start out having the money to be able to afford a coach. Yeah, but let's talk about that for a second. So, okay, yeah. not having the money. You know, I do remember when I first started everything that I was doing and I had a very poor <laughs> mindset when it comes to money. My relationship with money was horrendous, okay? And I remember thinking, well, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. How do I invest in myself? Yeah. You know, I started with reading a Zig Ziglar book and, you know, I realized that energy and money for me, anyways, this is my view. It started to become the same thing. And I had to shift my perspective on that. And I do believe 100,000% that when you invest in yourself, yes, whether that's energy, but I'm going to say money's a big, big investment yeah. that when you put it in yourself it does come back to you and i remember thinking in the very beginning when i mean years ago 16 years ago when i started this journey you know or i think like 17 years ago now i was like dang i don't have the money but i was like i'm gonna find the money i worked and hustled yeah. to get the money i didn't care where i sold clothes because i shifted my my perspective i said okay I don't have money, but yeah, I got shoes. I got clothes. I don't even wear that. I don't need, I need to go sell those on Craigslist. I need to go sell those in the yard sale. And that's what me and one of my best friends did. We sold all our stuff at the yard sale. We took that money and we went and paid for a seminar. And that's what started our journey into learning and investing, learning and investing. Because if you want more money, you need to invest that money into yourself to get more money. I 100% agree with you. I love that. And I also, I've been involved with Dean Graziazzi and Tony Robbins and, you know, mm -hmm. they do, they do talk a lot about investing into yourself and the dollars. And um, I, I love that you said that because it's so true and so important. You could have taken that money and just gone and bought the newest, latest shoes or the newest, totally. latest clothes. And you would mm -hmm. have not, you know, upped your life at, at any point in time, you would have just had the new shoes and the new clothes, but instead you decided to take that and invest it in yourself. And I think that's so true, whether it's something that you're, you know, taking that's going to give you more education or more experience, or you're feeding into your own wellness or whatever, you know, I think it's very important. I know there's, there's that meme and that saying that flows around all over the place that says you can't pour from an empty cup. And mm -hmm. I use that quote a lot because I seen it for years, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup, you know, and it's not, I'd share it. And, but I never really thought about what does that actually mean? I mean, I was an empty freaking cup and I'm going, yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup. Fill that cup, girl. <laughs> as I'm sitting there all like empty as hell, you know, and I think a lot of people don't take 
the time to stop and think, what does that actually mean? You know, how am I, how am I empty? Why am I empty? And what is going to help fill me? And a lot of that is going to be taking those steps to invest in yourself, whether it's just, you know, taking the time to say, okay, you know what, I'm taking a break. I am saying no this weekend. And I am having a weekend of just doing things that feel good to me. Or it's saying, you know what, I'm going to take my money that I could spend on something else and I'm going to invest in some type of education or it's I'm going to take the time and really think about meal planning for the week because I know it's going to make me feel better and it's going to make me not have to think about what am I eating every single day. Whatever the case may be, you know, I think it's so important to think about the, that statement. And I like to mention that just because there's a lot of sayings out there that I think so many women, we, we, we realize it, we recognize it, we share it. We're like, yeah, we heard it and all the things. And yeah, girl, you go. But we don't actually stop to think about how does that actually apply to our life? Are we, are we filling ourselves up? Do we feel empty mm-hmm. and broken? Because if you're honest with yourself, I'd say a lot of times you still feel empty. I know these things now and I do a, a really good job about 90 for about 80 percent of the time on making sure that i'm filled but i find myself off on the side of the road again like how the heck did i end up here mm-hmm. and it's because you know we get so busy with the day-to-day and the, you know saying yes to this and saying yes to that and you know doing all the things that we think we quote unquote have to do need to do that we don't take enough time to stop and say okay what do i really need to do for me mm-hmm hmm. Yes. Well said. Well said. Bravo. <laughs> that was great. So, well, I'm I, always I, like taking it in. I'm like, dang, everything you said was so good. I like, honestly, while you were talking, I was like, I just want to like, whoa, girl. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I just want to. <laughs> well, and then it's because I, I'm sure you've been there and I'm sure that every woman or a man out there has had those moments where they felt like that too. And I think that's why it's so important to really think about, you know, programs like you have, where you do offer that real authentic, because I've, like I said, I've seen your stuff and you're not out there saying, I have it all together. I've I've done everything great. I hate it when I'm going to get bad letters, but that's fine. I hate it when I see some of these, I I, I push the line a lot, but I hate it when I see some of these things like, well, I did this and then I did that. And then I did this and then I did that. And I'm like, you know, it's just like, ah, and that's great, but they're never showing the real side of them. They're never showing mm-hmm. the side of them where, like you mentioned earlier, you're like, I didn't want to coach because I thought I couldn't. You know, that, mm-hmm. that that's authentic. That's raw. That's real. But the thing about, okay, so here's, and I, what you just said, I've had the, that, um, that conversation a few times with myself with, you know, the, the profiles of having it all together. And sometimes I'll get a lot of, I get a lot of friend requests from a lot of business people and I'll go to their page and I'll see it's just business, 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 you know? And, uh, and I I'll be like, okay, maybe we're on the same team or something, you know, maybe I'll like their feed. I click, I look at their pictures, still the same thing, never heard from them, whatever. It's like, okay, what do you want? But I think a lot of people get uh, overwhelmed with, social media because of that reason that there's this facade of like i got it all together and you know but okay but i want to say this hard but here (laughs) get let's start to twerk it guys uh (laughs) when for me the relate the the conversation i've had with myself is why am i getting upset about that this this is just for me this is the conversation no 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 no, no, i love it why am i getting upset with that they're actually getting clients they're actually it's called sales and marketing people like look if i don't like it i just shut it down i stop oh absolutely unfriend people that has got nothing to do with who this person is if i just don't like it take away the most powerful thing that you can give them which is your intention or your i'm sorry your attention boom cut it off move on and because this is why because your energy is very it's priceless your energy is is a God-given gift. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and for yeah. me, I, I believe in protecting my throne, protecting my mind, body, and spirit. So if my energy is all, all, all of a sudden sucked down into, you know, this, I like to call it, you know, being a hater. Sometimes I get like that, you know, I'm like, oh man, ah, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 <laughs> girlfriend, calm down. Like these are conversations I have. Oh, yeah. 
myself girlfriend calm down like why are you over here hating like just if you don't like it move on like there's plenty of other posts to look at and that's just how i do for myself so i there's it goes both ways and that goes circles full circle to the freedom back yes. to the freedom of what they're doing and what i'm doing I, I love that. <laughs> I think it's perfect. And I have to have those because I'll find myself on Instagram mm -hmm. sometimes and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at their house. <gasps> their kids look so clean all the time. <laughs> my kids, they look clean sometimes. And sometimes it looks <laughs> like they have no mother, you know, and I'm over here. How, yes, again, that's me. That's not anything to do because it's, uh-huh. I, I thought, you know, a lot of us, it's like, oh, my kids look cute today. I want to take a picture. I want to, I want to have this a record that sometimes that they can look like this, you know, they don't look like, yeah. you know, they're feral. You know, so I get it, but it's, I think it's so, so often I find myself scrolling. I have to, I have to have those conversations with myself to go, mm -hmm. they probably look feral sometimes too. I'm sure that that's yes. the clean corner of their house yeah. too, because you know how it is. It's like, we, we tend to like overanalyze everything that's going on in other people's oh, yeah. lives. And I think for, for me, I had decided, like, if, if you listen to my podcast, especially early on, I was, especially season one. Um, I was super real and raw and mm. there I've actually had people say, wow, you told like it all. And, <laughs> um, there was a reason I did that. It was almost like for me, I had to take that giant leap head first because yeah. I was so used to wearing this mask that if I didn't jump head first and like tell all my dirty secrets then I was never mm -hmm. going to. And I think I like that you said that for you, you have to have these conversations with yourself because I think that's the most important to thing to realize as not only as a business owner and a podcaster, as a woman, but just as a human, that we all have these internal conversations with ourselves all the time. And if we're if we're quiet enough sometimes to listen, we know what we really need. We really do. Yeah. And just the question is, what do we like? How do we need to pep talk ourselves to get us to kind of take that jump? Yeah. And I like what you said, Maria, <laughs> about telling it, putting it all out there, because that's kind of what I did in my book, Nothing Sexier Than Freedom. You know, once you tell, once you just put it all out there, I mean, there's a freedom in that because then nobody can yeah. judge me, could judge you because you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I already told everybody about that. Who cares? I don't care. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. It is. It is. That was probably the most. I would say the, probably the most terrifying and yet the most freeing thing ever, because I'll be honest, I put it out there and I, I almost took it down i don't know how many times mm. because you know <laughs> yeah. it was like it's out there and they're like ah ah because it's like all of a sudden it's like the mask is off they realize yeah. i don't have it all together they realize i'm a hot mess like a real uh -huh. hot mess. and <laughs> it was terrifying but you know and it was really terrifying as i watched that people were listening I'm like oh my god people are listening and then my mom calls and she's like maria that's on itunes i'm like i know mom i put it on itunes and you know it's just it's but at that moment you you said exactly what i was thinking i was like you know what i don't have to worry about it anymore there's no hiding that stain <laughs> right there's no hiding it it's out there i don't have to worry about it anymore people know people know who cares i already said it you want to know something this, this is crazy so on the same topic so I wrote this book and it's about like my beginning life to probably, I want to say 35. I think I stopped writing at 35. I'm now 41. Okay. So my life has drastically changed in some great positive ways and habits. <laughs> so I'm dishing my life. This is where it gets strange for me. I can meet people who've read my book or, you know, got my book and they, and I don't know this at first. I just get, you know, oh, hi, you know, I'm Helen. Oh, I know who you are. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Hi, um, <laughs> podcast, because you forget some, I forget sometimes oh, yeah. I wrote a book. And, and they'll be like, I, I read your book. And you're like, oh, cool. So you're sitting there having coffee with the whole group of people, telling, telling everybody who you are because, you know, you're just meeting and trying to connect. And they're like, this is so weird. I already <laughs> know all this. I've had it happen numerous <laughs> times where they're like, whoa you know like they're blown away because i'm the author of a book they're reading or have read is sitting in front of them repeating something the they already know about it is so crazy i would say that would be weird on your end too because you're like because you don't know anything about them <laughs> exactly because <laughs> they could be like oh yeah and then you did this and then you said that and i'd say that would be super awkward and i weird. can't totally and i can't even overthink it because let me tell you a lot of people I don't know what people's perception is, but sometimes I wonder if they think it's like this self-help book 
because of the title, nothing to, oh, I want to be, I want to learn how to be sexy freedom. That's great. But a lot of the book has adult erotic scenes in it. I mean, my sex life is in here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's part of being free though, right? Description, nipples and all. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody's got I, nipples. So it's okay. Yeah. And I often <laughs> wonder like, do they meet me? And all of a sudden that sex scene pops up and they can say, like, I'm Probably. just like, oh, man. I haven't read your book, but uh, that was one of the things I got it on. Everybody that I end up interviewing, I end up buying their book because I like to, I like to do that. I like to buy it. Yeah. And read it. And so now, like, just so you know, just so you don't have to wonder, I am one of those people. When somebody says something, I imagine the picture. So yes, your nipples will be in my brain, and it is what it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're hot. Oh, okay. the <laughs> there you go. So yeah. Now now you won't be wondering because that's how my brain is. That's it's as I think that's where everybody's first. gonna take away today. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah, great podcast. Uh <laughs> I got to find out what her nipples look like. Yeah. Well, the way that you do that, apparently, is you need to go buy the book, <laughs> read that chapter, use your imagination, you know, There's and then you'll know. Chapters. So, so about the book, though, that because I know we're, we've been on, we've been, I feel like we could talk for like days at this point, but sure, I, I, I do want to um, ask, is it the best place to go for to buy your book on your website, the Sexy Freedom website? or? Uh, so you can get the book on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles right now. Okay. It's in the process of getting a narrator to do a um, the audiobook audio version. You want to yes. do the you want to do the narration. You know, I decided to find a narrator to be honest, just because my plate is full, and I'm actually in the uh, process of writing sense. another book right now. Yeah, and I got to start focusing on this other book. So I, I um, understand. Yeah. I understand. So. Uh, Barn, uh, Barnes and Nobles online, uh, Amazon.com. Or you guys know Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. He and Amazon are good friends. Much sure. my dismay. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. want a signed copy, you know, just reach out to me on a Sexy Freedom Media on the Facebook page or even Instagram. DM me. Uh, I'll just get your address and send you a signed copy. So. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and I'll, I'll actually I'll buy a signed copy for me just so I have it for my collection of signed copies. Sweet. But um, <laughs> I do I, I do want to say thank you so much for being on here. It's been a blast, and I'd like to have you uh, again on sometime, like maybe after your retreat or right before your retreat or whatever you would like to do, just yeah. to kind of find out more about that again as it gets closer. Because it, it, a lot of people are like me, and they're like, oh yeah, I totally want to do that, and then months go by and they forget it even existed. When is the cutoff for sign up? So it's in March, so probably February. You want to jump okay. on and yeah, get on because because of you know we're trying to keep it safe. <laughs> we want everybody like sign up soon because the cutoff. We're only allowing about fifteen attendees on this one. Okay, and those are that's good anyway. That's a good number because then you get yeah. more kind of one on one time and it's more intimate. Love mm -hmm. it. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you so much for being on. It thank has you. been a blast, and I will see you next time. Yeah, thanks so much, everybody. All right, see y'all.